night on Rogue Padron. <laughs> Three-eyed guy gets hooked on drugs. More like path oof fire, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the dark prophet. He fucking loves chalk. Uh, what else happens? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, glistener. <laughs> I'm ruining my own intro this time. Um, Wait, that was our intro. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Yeah. Wait, where am I supposed to cut that off for the theme song? <laughs> right now. Right now. Hard right now. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. Rogue Three standing by. Um, after I said it, we'll find out. Um, hi, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to Season 22, Mission 2, Episode 173 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we'll be finishing up uh, The Lost City of the Jedi of the last, like, you know, 40 pages in that 80-page book. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're so excited. <laughs> 74 pages longer than it needed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, because we found we really found generous. the last, we found the lost city in like six pages. Long. We found it very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah a more accurate title of this book would have just been "The City of the Jedi." Yeah, yeah. Top world. Um. Okay. So, but here's before we get into it. Here's a quick reminder of our hosts. If Danny Rogue Six was a kind of filled dough pocket. They would be a cheddar pierogi because it's so quintessentially Midwest. <laughs> yes, I cheddar pierogies. Okay, yeah, intro theme on point. Also, it's Christmas and uh, we celebrate Polish Christmas in this house. And so yes. I am ready to get my pierogi game on. Let's go. Yes, amazing. <laughs> dough pocket. <laughs> a filled, a filled dough pocket. Yeah. Dough I was going to call them all raviolis, but it's so cursed. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good icebreaker for your next uh, corporate retreat, if everyone. If you were a filled, filled dough, dough pocket, pocket, what would you be filled with? Yeah, Ash Rogue Nine would be a perfectly filled ricotta ravioli because they're just always great. Like, can't go wrong. <laughs> can't go wrong with a with a ricotta ravioli. Classic cheese ravioli. That's, that's the only reason Ash is the ricotta ravioli. <laughs> Yeah, it is because it was because they're Italian last episode. <laughs> you can only get so much mileage out of the Italian jokes, you know, like it can't. <laughs> the mileage is forever. Challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. Say, no, like. I wherever. still, every, every time I see the Italian Twix and it's mozzarella sticks, I it every time. It's so funny. <laughs> there are multiple of my friends who have that as my contact. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's a great that, idea. That I'm going to do the same thing. 
worth. <laughs> um, Keith, Rogue Three is a pepperoni pizza pocket. Hell yes. <laughs> I don't think that needs any. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Because Heath is a little basic baby. That's why. Oh, okay. Basic baby. <laughs> Just gotta get a pepperoni pizza pocket. <laughs> Saf, Rogue Seven would be a soup dumpling because they're so good, <laughs> but also so dangerous because they'll definitely burn your entire mouth. <laughs> I love a Jalong Bao so much. We love a I go feral for them. <laughs> they are so dangerous. They... So dangerous. I always burn my mouth on them, but it's worth it. That's worth it. So- um. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be a pork bun because I'm perfect. Yes, Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm really enjoying watching Ash frantically Google Star Wars topics that were relevant in the last week. (laughs) I've enjoyed Ash letting out these little cat yawns. Has anyone else seen that? (laughs) Ash is acting just like a cat who has just woken up from a nap right now. Oh my God, that's adorable. You're doing these little like... And it's cute. It's yep, cute. that was great for our podcast. <laughs> great <laughs> great love, content. Right love there. visual aid for a podcast. Context for the listeners. If I you're was listening, 40 minutes it's a late cat yawning. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was woken up by a call from Danny, so I'm still very tired. And like the good loving friends we are, we're just ruthlessly making fun of you for it instead of giving yeah. you the chance to wake up on your own time. We know you do the same to us. So no, know. yeah, yes. no, for sure. Speaking <laughs> of me being very tired, I have a question about Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're back. <laughs> um, there was bad Star Wars video game news. <laughs> oh yeah, there was. We're not going to talk about because it's too sad, and I'm not. Oh, you don't get to talk about how and funny it is that that the heavy rain developer is making this Star Wars because it's no, incredibly is funny. Is it bad that my first thought was? The fucking heavy rain people. <laughs> That's just a bad like, game. If, like d- all the other things aside from that company, like forgetting everything else. Like I can't imagine looking at the games that they've produced and being like, "That'll make yeah. a good Star Wars that game." Looks like a wonderful fit for a franchise. <laughs> yeah. No. Like. So I, sorry, listeners. But- uh, I feel like each of us have tweeted about this on our own accounts. So. <laughs> Do yeah. your research. Yeah, do if you research. if you want to know what our feelings are about <laughs> Star Wars Eclipse, go to into our visual accounts. On this podcast, we're now requiring you, our listener, to do the thing that we never do before our own show, which is homework. Do the work. <laughs> do the work. Read the I chapters. I'm begging you. <laughs> do as okay, I what say, is your real question? Do. What is your real question? Oh, what is like your dream? I I like okay because i dream of actually a truly great star wars game one day and i feel like we're never gonna get it uh what's your like dream if you had to if you had to pitch a star wars video game like what would it be grand theft um, auto what grand theft auto Corson. <laughs> oh my god that would be really fun oh hell that'd yeah that'd be fun um i would it would be a kirby's epic yarn styling but it'd be ewoks on endor oh my god that's so cute so cute very chill like don't even worry you're just having a good time instant serotonin boost that can't or die. cooking mama can't die that or cooking mama with dexter jester yes mm. oh yeah that's good Eat that. mine would be a like a like an a, a great bounty hunter game mm. where you're maybe like a witcher style where you can mm you know go around the galaxy and there's a main quest but also a bunch of side quests and stuff for you to like pick up bounties on people i'd want to do a walking simulator 
of some kind. Like just be able to explore the worlds because they're really pretty. And also I love, I love a walking simulator. simulator. I know. I love a walking simulator. Like give me Firewatch, but in Star Wars, I would be so happy. Oh, Firewatch is so good. Firewatch is so good. Danny. I have another one while you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, a new pod racing game. Mm, yeah. I want literally just Mario Kart, but it's you can ride pod racers. That's what Star Wars Episode One Racer was, and it was delightful. <laughs> but yeah. you didn't get like weapons. Um, so yeah, I'd like a, a new one of those. I mean, I just finished an entire playthrough of Knights of the Old Republic on Switch, and so that's kind of where my brain is at. I would like a remake of Knights of the Old Republic, which I realize is like the most basic and and, and every also, fan response, but still, it. and also they're doing also it. Also, a thing that's happening. I mean, <laughs> Right, but there have been a lot of Star Wars game things that they have been doing and that have been happening, so... I imagine this. <laughs> I'll believe it when it's on my console. This, this is one that they're not gonna... There's too much... There's too this much game, I know behind fandom the scenes wrapped up game, into it for them to be like, ah, yeah. sorry, I'm like, canceling this. Behind the scenes, this game has been pushed for by so many people in the industry as well. Like, people have been trying to make this happen for so long. Yeah. It's, an, it's unfortunate that I will probably not play it because it's a PS5 exclusive. <laughs> it's a PS5 exclusive? Yeah. Who can even get their hands on a PS5 these days? I'm gonna play it. God, now I have to get a PS5. We're all gonna we're all gonna who, twitch in. Who, who can even get a PS5 these days? He's like, I got don't Me. worry. I have one. It's right the there, fact actually. that it's I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> The fact that it is a historic PC game and it's, you can't even on the PC. new wood on PC infuriates me. It's truly disrespectful. Is it just a timed exclusive? It might be a timed exclusive. Yeah. I hope yeah. it's just a timed one. There's yeah. no there's no information about whether it is, but a lot of people have theorized that it is going to be like timed and eventually you'll be able to get it on other platforms. Um, not so Switch, I, though. Probably not. EA I hate, it, no. no. But... I had always said the one thing that would get me to play that game was it coming to the Switch. And it did. I haven't downloaded it yet. (laughs) Didn't I have it because I'm a liar. (laughs) The fact that it happened at the same time as the Animal Crossing DLC was like Danny just became a Switch zombie for two months. It was announced at kind of the same time as the remake and I was like "Uh, I should maybe just wait for that now. I'm going to buy it for you for Christmas. No, don't do that. Cross that out. Because I already sent you a Christmas present. And by you, I mean Teddy. Uh, should we talk about The Last City <laughs> of the Jedi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, chapter four The Dark Blessing. These chapter titles are they're bad. Really bad. <laughs> they're fine. Like, they're, they're all a little too sexy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought, too. <laughs> I think the title Dark Blessing is sexy, but I'm also the one here with like, actually hands shaped into a heart on my shirt so like a path I, of fire a healer's secret the secret code of obi-wan kenobi okay all right you might be sexy, something here. sexy the secret wanna, code of obi-wan kenobi is Obi-Wan's very sexy code. his code oh, is just boy. the is just the <laughs> system for like safe work it's very sexy um so triaculus and his friends are approaching the null zone <laughs> Does he have friends? Friends, are are so, friends? friends is so generous. <laughs> uh, See looking... previous episode theory about how this was just written by a bot. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for Scardio, which is where the prophets of the dark side live, and where 
Caden or it's Caden is how we're pronouncing it. I don't say however you want. Caden is Star Wars. Is no, it's not Caden. I know that much. I'm not Ron <laughs> Burgundy. Damn. <laughs> He he's there waiting to just judge the shit out of Triculus, which I like. I love this character because he's just like, mm, I'm here to just judge you, and that's my job. His Google Calendar for the entire day is just judge this person, judge Triculus, judge that person, judge that person. Yeah, and um, then it's just it's just like one bullet point that's like uh, dark dark side prophet things. Yeah, yeah, and he's also drinking. <laughs> fungus infested bark tea from Endor, which I thought was really strange. Um, and I don't some, like that. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't sound pleasant at all. Um, and apparently some people say that helps him see the future. It's an, it has to be a hallucinogenic. Like it's a, it's a mushroom yeah. Yeah. tea. Do you think Ewoks sure. don't exist? And the entire Rebel Alliance just got their hands on some of this some fungus infested bark tea from Endor when they first landed. <laughs> they was hallucinating. The, and the entire Return of the Jedi plot on Endor is just them tripping balls. They're League like, is we, we've got this one mission. Right we've got to really caffeinate. Like, let's drink a lot <laughs> of tea. Brought up, you brought this up in the presence of Meg, really? <laughs> yeah, like it boosts your immune system what? if you drink tea from the planet that you're going to, so you can be protected against pathogens from that planet. Anyway, <laughs> what happens after that is. <laughs> is that a no from Meg? That's a. That's the hardest no. <laughs> Do you think that the Ewoks drank too much of their tea and the Rebel Alliance was never there in the first place? That's more likely. I think they were all there. <laughs> I think Return of the Jedi happened because Will Lark said it happened. Meg is a Return You're of right. the Jedi truther. <laughs> I am a Return of the Jedi truther. Absolutely. Not ashamed how, about that. How far in the canon would we have to go from like, well, this person knows about the events and didn't call it crazy. Would we get to be like, so we found a person who wouldn't have had the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh. Will, 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 Will Lark, Lark definitely drank the Will tea Lark too. Will drank that tea. True, true. It could true. still canonically work. I'm sorry, Meg. All your faves are also hallucinating. Like it's Star Wars is just a mess of hallucinations. What can we say? I, I don't want to. Star Wars is just Luke who took mushrooms once in his little like Tatooine hut <laughs> with his Skyhopper and has been tripping balls for three years yeah. straight. Hey, what I if love... we talk about Trioculus? I love. <laughs> We will. That moment like, when Meg would rather talk about <laughs> Trioculus. <laughs> I love the idea of all of Endor being a bad acid trip with Han, Luke, and Leia. That's a really funny... <laughs> I hate everything about this. That's my Star Wars. That's my headcanon now. That's also, my also, I would like to point out that he is... That, that Kadan, Kaden, is the high prophet... Just wanted to point that out there. Blazing it. <laughs> um, oh, I'm about but... to get real pedantic about the lost city of the Jedi. Oh, wait, no. Who is the High Prophet? High Prophet is Jedgar. That's right. Caden is the I... Supreme Prophet. No, Supreme Prophet. That's right. Jedgar. No, I remember I found it funny because they describe all of them as dwarfs, except for Jedgar, who was the High Prophet, who was actually tall. He's a High <laughs> Prophet. You, know, high you can see him high. <laughs> Jedgar sounds like oh, me. sounds like a name that I come up with when like a player in my D and D game panic of like ask me what a character's name is and I uh, Jedgar. 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 
Anyway. The best way to name <laughs> Wait, NPCs in D&D is to think of the most generic male name you could think of and the random fish, and you put them together. Okay, hold on, though. Can I please tell you about a terrible white person name I found out about today? Oh, no. Of course. <laughs> Callison. Callison. Like it's Allison? Just, but just with a K on <laughs> A K. Like yeah. calluses on your hand. Like Callison. Yeah. What a name. Wow, that's unfortunate. We need yeah. to be stopped. I- it's millennials' <laughs> fault. It's their children. God, it really is. Why we 100 bucks to the first listener that names their kid Jed Garthon. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to say about white people. <laughs> <laughs> Jed Gar so So it turns out Caden's not all he's cracked up to be. Should we we're gonna get back to this now? I think <laughs> oh, <right>. please. <laughs> okay. Uh, he mostly relies on spies for his info or his prophecies. Um, there was this really yucky moment where the authors did this little aside and they're like, you could call it the Imperial Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> it was just really cringy. Oh. I was like why are you doing this like in universe aside about the FBI right now? Imagine, <laughs> imagine being, imagine writing something that is so cringe that, <laughs> that in the lost city of the Jedi, that stands out. <laughs> like imagine, imagine writing something just so yucky <laughs> that in this shit of a book, <laughs> It stands that out. was like extra it truly <laughs> the whole time you're reading this you're like i know what i'm reading i know what i'm reading right. and then, and then that's like, like what the fuck <laughs> it truly <laughs> is a skill in the lost city for an author in a book called the lost city of the jedi to make you go what the fuck in the middle of- <laughs> <laughs> right you, you did it a couple times at the beginning and then you sort of like calibrate you get used to it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's rough but um so basically, if it looks like Caden's prophecies aren't coming true, it's because he's just killed someone to make it come true. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Is what we learn from the narrators here. He is just like, uh, well, I said that this person would die by this date and they're still alive. So I guess so I, I, guess I better go him. take care of that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's how he and his sphere of people gain influence and stuff over the galaxy. I, yeah. Um, there was wow. this one quote that I thought was really funny. The three eyes of Triaculus were greeted by the dazzling glitter of archaeological treasures gathered from all over the galaxy. Gathered, those, they were stolen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like how the British Museum, like how museums yeah. are full of gathered yeah. artifacts. I thought that was really funny. Um, so now we are off to the chamber of the dark visions, which... <laughs> I think is what I'm going to call my office from now on. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm filing an HR complaint. Do it. <laughs> Proactively Do it. right now. Do it. HR. Yeah, that's inappropriate and makes me uncomfortable and crosses a lot of boundaries. Well, I'm Do currently it. in the Chamber of Dark Visions. No. <laughs> there, they found Caden up on a podium, seated on his ornate prophet's chair. Even with the podium, Kadan, I keep calling him Kadan. I'm sorry. Kadan, it might be. 
That's how I pronounced it when I read it. Okay, great. Kadan was so short, he still didn't come up as high as Trioculus's chin. At Kadan's side was a low table with many small balls. We gotta got some balls in there. I'm so sorry. (laughs) There's many of them. There's so many Many, of them. Many small balls. This is Meg's first time reading this passage. (laughs) (laughs) I've only read the chapter. I did notes for that's it. Uh, yeah, the I, I, I too, when I read this, had that reaction, <laughs> and I only read it because these uh, were my chapters. So, yeah, <laughs> this was me six hours ago. I actually, I actually read the whole thing, and just I think my brain decided that this is information it didn't. Need. So I was <laughs> like I chose to read the sexy and the this goes up. Sorry, I'll start. And, at Kadan's side was a low table with many small balls resting on it. The balls seemed to be made of chalk, and each one was a different color. Our Dark greetings, greetings slave, slave lord, lord Trioculus. Kadan said, Dreamer of dark dreams, supreme prophet of the empire. <laughs> Why are you hissing like a snake? That's the Grandma Hissa voice. Grandma Hissa. Grandma Hissa. That began. Trioculus is no longer merely the chief slave lord of the spice mines of Kessel. <laughs> Why? The name slave, the chief slave lord, I cannot The Central Committee of Grand Moffs recognizes the mighty Trioculus as the Empire's one true leader, our new emperor. And, and what does the does mighty, mighty Trioculus want, want of, of me? me? I've Done. come to ask. Oh, come <laughs> asked, though he already knew the answer. I've come to ask you for your dark blessing. Trioculus said. And once you, as you once gave your dark blessing to my father, Emperor Palpatine. Kadan picked up a yellow ball and held it in front of him. He closed his eyes and crushed the ball, which turned into batteries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's because you keep laughing. Dragulus. <laughs> yeah. hours ago. Dragulus <laughs> <laughs> put his lips close to Grandma Hiss's ear. Yellow is the color of a lie. Trioculus said. What have I said that he doesn't believe? If you are Emperor Palpatine's. Son, Hissa whispered. Kadan knows the truth. Danny, I think you should just be Kadan. It's not <laughs> <laughs> We can't drop the bit now. Yeah, you gotta start. It's too late. You gotta down. do it. One, two, three. Emperor Palpatine's Palpatine son does, does not, not look like, like you. you. <laughs> Kadan declared boldly. Triaculus placed his hands carefully on his hips. You call yourself Supreme Prophet of the Dark Side, Kadan, and yet you do not know the Emperor Father to Son who was born with three eyes? Since you ask, I shall tell you exactly what I know. Don said in a forceful voice that showed not even a hint of fear. The Emperor had a son! He rejected from the day that son was born? A son he sensed might grow to become even more powerful the dark side than he himself. And so he banished his son to the planet Kessel, where he was forced to work in the spice mines like a common slave. 
Kadan stared at Traculus and smiled slyly. Yes! His son was born. With three eyes. <laughs> In that, you are correct. Traculus nodded with satisfaction. But where were those three eyes? Kadan asked. One was here. Kadan pointed to his own right eye with his forefinger. And one was here. He slowly moved his forefinger to his left eye. Then Kadan moved his finger behind his head. And his third eye was here, at the back of his head. <gasps> with his third eye, he could see his enemies from behind. Trioculus, whose three eyes were all at the front of his face. Oh, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> and you were one of those enemies, Trioculus. Don said, added. Don? She's called Don. <laughs> yeah. He is a Don. <laughs> As chief slave lord. <laughs> You're one being canceled, and two, you had authority over him. <laughs> Kadan picked up the red ball and crushed it in his hands. A breeze gusted through the chamber and blew the red-colored chalk into Trioculus's clothes, staining them like blood. You seem to be accusing me of murder or being a murderer. Traculus said in a quiet but furious voice. Are you not? Kadan replied in a very low voice. Do you deny murdering Triclops, the Imperial Royal Son? Traculus hissed beneath his breath and clenched his gloved right hand. Your Lordship, I beg you, remain calm. Grand Moff Hissa whispered to Trioculus. Kadan knows many things. Whatever happens, don't become angry or you will fail the test. Traculus gnashed his teeth and squeezed both of his hands into tight fists. The truth, whispered Grand Moff Hissa, very quietly. You must tell him the absolute truth. I promise, Kadan will understand. I may be a murderer, Traculus said to Kadan. But I never killed Emperor Palpatine's son. Wow. Why it suddenly turned into Solid Snake at the end of that, but you know, you know, it worked. It, it was works. Good. <laughs> it works. We love a Solid Snake. Um, wow. <laughs> That's one way to put it. There were so many balls in that chapter. So many balls. I was not <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. Uh, when you said that he loves chalk. That was yep. not what I expected. He at fucking all. loves chalk. <laughs> wow, yeah. that really makes the next chapter that I did show notes for make a lot more sense. Oh, we're not done with this chapter yet. <laughs> oh, no. oh, are we not done with this chapter? <laughs> that was a not even close. That was a no! mid chapter. God. Dramatic <laughs> reading. Uh, okay. So, Grand Moff Hissa is in like, look, 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 look. Triclops is fucking insane. And we had to kill him because he was going to kill everybody else if we didn't. Reasonable. Um, yeah, totally get it. Triclops. Um, oh, right, and Triclops. And, and then, <laughs> like, so we had to find someone else with three eyes <laughs> to be Palpatine's son. 
<laughs> I absolutely forgot about Triclops. Every time. <laughs> Triclops is the least least memorable of Palpatine's real sons. Truly. So imagine imagine being less oh. memorable than Ken. <laughs> <laughs> the reveal the reveal that tri trioculus isn't truly his three-eyed son he has another he has an actual three-eyed son but his third eye is on the back of his head it's still one of the funniest star wars moments in my entire life oh it's stellar so funny why, why does this author talk about trioculus's three eyes so much like we get it he has three eyes his name is trioculus <laughs> And <laughs> and if you didn't get it at that time, the other guy was named Triclop. Yeah, don't <laughs> fucking forget it. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is a clop? That happened. No, so, yes, it was like, look, we had to we we had to kill the real son to install this guy, whatever. And then Triclop steps in, is like, oh wait, there's more. I have the glove of Darth Vader. It's like, ooh, oh. No one knows ooh, what that means. <laughs> ooh. And then Kadan is like, and wait, there's more. I have another prophecy about the one who wears the glove of Darth Vader because I'm a petty fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he squeezes a silver chalk ball again with the chalk. Again with the balls. And I guess... <laughs> I guess that is the symbol of a Jedi prince. And he says, there's a Jedi prince from the lost <laughs> city of the Jedi who can destroy you. Insert Leonardo DiCaprio recognizing something meme twice in that <laughs> sentence. There's a Jedi prince in the oh, lost we know him. city of the Jedi. Oh, we know that. <laughs> um, yeah. So Traculus thinks the lost city of the Jedi is a myth. The Grand Moff Hissa is like, uh, but maybe it's not. Maybe we should ask where it is. Surprise, it's Yavin, because of course it is. It's always Yavin. Why would it be somewhere different than the place we've be been? anywhere else? <laughs> it could have been a desert planet, y'all. Mm. Could have been. <laughs> would you rather? With, with maybe no. one and a half suns. <laughs> just what? to switch... Just to switch things up a little bit. What does a half sun look like? Is it is it like a half of a circle, or is it just like half the size of the other the sun planet, near the it? The planet has a huge asteroid that just causes a permanent uh, solar Oh, a half eclipse, eclipse. basically. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Would that work? No. no. On so many levels. <laughs> Unanimous. I'm not an astronomer. <laughs> Why the fuck would that work? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so Triaculus says, all right, I'll go. I'm going to destroy the Jedi Prince, but not just him. I'm going to destroy Luke and the Rebellion as well. And your little dog, too. <laughs> and your little dog, too. Hey, show Chewie some respect. Wow. And, and hey, then, no, 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 no. Han is the dog in this analogy. You're right. Yeah. You're, okay. Han yeah. Yeah. Is, you Han know Chewie's in, in charge of all of this. Yeah. Yes. It's like if Han and Chewie are a man and his dog, Han is the dog. Han is the dog. Yeah. Yeah. And then a couple of really interesting things happen. Uh, Kadan. Finally. <laughs> Jeez. Like, honestly, fine. Yeah. The, the two interesting things that happened in this chapter happened at the very end. Kadan 
kneels down and kisses the glove of Darth Vader and says he gives my dark blessing. She's like, oh, wow, cool, you did it. I think my favorite thing about the baddies of these books is that they, the only thing that they just always put the word dark in front of whatever it is they're doing. <laughs> so you know it's bad. That's how you know it's bad. It's a dark it's like, blessing. Oh, we're going to the dark cave to get a dark blessing from the I dark prophet. From the dark prophet. <laughs> I bring you dark greetings. Yeah, oh yeah, dark greetings. <laughs> dark re- dark greetings, my friends. And as, as like, soon as we just get tri- regular greetings? No. <laughs> as soon as Triaculus has received this dark blessing he is smiling smugly i'm sure because he's like finally oh yeah he accepted me um but then and this is just i'm just quoting from the book here it was cut short by a stabbing pain in the center of his head (gasps) everything then became blurry and dim emperor triaculus could see only dull blobs of light shadows and streaks of gray and nothing more Oh my God, Kadan killed him. Kadan is going to be the new son of Palpatine. I don't think that's how you become the son of Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, you, you killed the previous son of Palpatine. I, I think Trioculus is just having a migraine. Yeah, that does seem like a migraine. Yeah. Yeah. I got TMJ. Yeah, that too. And or his physiology isn't calibrated for like the extra amount of light that comes in from the third eye. And so he's always just like Oof. exposed. Not the biggest fan of that. I must say. <laughs> is that the end of the chapter? What, that you find Triaculus yes. relatable because he gets migraines? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess that still makes this chapter make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So, chapter five. <laughs> this is the past tense of blink. <laughs> Blunt. A path of fire. The first sentence is talking about Dracula's blunk his three eyes and pretended everything was super chill. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't think blunk is a word. Blank, yeah. blank, blank. I really don't. I really don't. No, no, yeah. Meg. Yeah. Meg. Meg. I blinked, you blinked, he, she, they blunk. They blunk. It's just proper conjugation. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like that this is the Look thing it up. decided is not acceptable. <laughs> just accept me. Just Yeah, the writing of the story was so bad, I'm going to add the word blunk to it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Triaculus blunk <laughs> his three eyes, in case you forgot, and pretended everything was super chill. <laughs> it was not. Reader, it was not. <laughs> He wants to find the lost city of the Jedi, and he and Moff Hissa decide that either Luke Skywalker or Spin, the Senate Planetary Intelligence Network, which is atrocious, terrible vibes, um, must know where it is. So it all of these paragraphs start off with like a couple days later, a few days later, in a couple weeks. Um, and it's so fucking lazy. Um, Han and Leia are on Yavin 4 for the next spin meeting, and they are worried because Luke has been acting like the worst Luke. It just kind of um, sounds like they're at like a workout class for <laughs> yuppie yeah. suburban moms. <laughs> what is yeah. Um, what is Legends Princess Leia than a yuppie suburban mom? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Tell me where I'm wrong. I'm not. You're not. Um, not. Apparently, Luke thought that in the combined, like, two weeks that he knew them, Yoda and Obi-Wan told him everything about the Jedi. (laughs) 
The lost city that Tenet ever came up in our comprehensive curriculum. Yeah, like they never talked about it, so it must not be like a real Jedi. They would have never it's talked like, about it when he was using himself as a backpack on me. You right, know? like what? What the fuck, Luke? You, you, you fool, <laughs> you child. <laughs> um, uh, uh, apparently the problem they're discussing in spin class is that there are lots of probe droids over top. <laughs> um, Did you have more commentary to add about that or that's that's all your nope, thoughts? Okay. That's it. <laughs> A lot of probe droids. I mean, if world. any droid belongs on top world. Probe droid, baby. <laughs> Um, and then, ee kachung, kachung, prachum. Spin is getting attacked by trioculus. It sounds so fun. I want to get attacked by trioculus if it sounds like that. Um, and uh, he's watching it all from like video cameras. And he extremely creeps on Leia because no one in the galaxy has seen another woman, I guess. <laughs> And describes her as a striking face, strong features, but soft, not at all unattractive, considering she's a Rebel Alliance woman with only two eyes. <laughs> How did we not point this out last week that there are 16 characters in the glossary page and literally one of them is a woman? Yeah, correct. <laughs> Welcome to Star Wars Legends, so baby. So <laughs> your, your, your point that no one in the galaxy has ever seen another woman is not actually that far it's off. I think, exactly I think in this iteration this of the universe. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm. Marjay doesn't exist yet. So, oh boy. Triaculus then starts projecting a hollow saying that, hey, he's alive. You didn't kill him in Mon Cala. Um, and if he doesn't get the location of the lost city of the Jedi in 20 seconds, he's going to blow them all up. Very normal. And with two seconds left, because Luke's a messy bitch, he <laughs> finally uses the force to stop the invading probe droid and cut it in half to save them. And then Triaculus is mad about it. So he moves on to plan number two, the search and destroy mission. <laughs> what That's a great funny. plan B. <laughs> we search and then we destroy. Search <laughs> Which really they're destroying and then they're searching. So <laughs> There's not a lot of searching this, happening. This, in this plan isn't even search and destroy well. mission. Yeah, so a bunch of escort imperial escort carriers show up with a ton of TNTs, treaded neutron torture tanks that shoot fireballs. The fucking acronyms in this book. <laughs> I was livid that they use tnt when it already is an explosive in real world <laughs> right like, i was just like <laughs> these things the mean fuck? something right uh so they start destroying all of the rainforests so they can easily find the green wall that leads to the lost city of the jetty and uh, triaculus gets in closer to see the action but then a neutron fireball goes past him and he's blind now i guess uh and MD, and he goes and like gets it checked out. The timeline on this is so fuzzy. I have no idea <laughs> what that makes no sense. Whatsoever. This entire uh, chapter is a montage. Right. So he goes and he has MD check him out and says, MD says that there's no sign of like actual damage. And this is definitely beyond his medical knowledge. And Hissa interrupts to say that they spotted a Hodin in the jungle. And apparently they can work medical miracles using plants. And he triaculous. I do way. remember. I do remember that in the previous chapters, he for some reason, for no reason whatsoever, unprompted, said that he has a way of healing blindness. Huh. 
Foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, no, That's he has a whole in show. This is my chapter last week. He says a whole thing where he's talking about, he's like foraging for a purple flower. It is like this purple flower can cure blindness. Specifically three-eyed blindness. Chekhov's purple flower. I cannot. And uh, so Triaculus orders them to capture this Hodin and that he will store, he will restore Triaculus's sight or he'll blind him too so he can see how it feels. <laughs> All right, we had our <laughs> yeah. All right, you little freak. <laughs> I, like these authors must have been like environmentalists, right? Because like the first book is about like saving the whales. The second book is about like saving the rainforest. <laughs> like in another oh, universe, no. I really would have been into these books, but <laughs> yeah, the, the the window dressing is just not great. It's really not. Uh, chapter six: A Healer's Secret. Uh, remember Ken. He's, yes. he's he's back down in his underground bunker after his little adventure on Top World that he just can't stop thinking about Top World. He wants to go back, and so uh, he is planning a new escape mission, um, and he's currently working on his homework assignment to write a paper about five planets wiped out, not by Death Stars, but by asteroids, because apparently other stuff happened besides Star Wars in this universe. No, impossible. What? This universe, This universe is far too small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his drug chaperones can't keep him down so he tricks them and goes back to top world determined to find his computer notebook which as you might recall he left there the last time he was on top world you know i don't recall that <laughs> <laughs> so you might say that ken is on a search and destroy mission of his own oh. more emphasis on the search than destroy yeah i have a genuine i have a genuine question and i'm not judging any of you did any of us read this book besides me? I, I did. did. I okay. absolutely did. <laughs> I wanted that sweet, sweet Goodreads feedback. <laughs> My little progress bar inched forward. I'll take it. This is what it takes. I did not. And I am not That's ashamed the, to say That it. was the correct decision, Meg. Yeah. That was the... <laughs> I read chapter five, A Path of Fire, and that was it. <laughs> so... Ken gets to Top World, and luckily Baji is exactly where he left him the last time, just kind of like quietly observing the forest fire that is enraging in front of him. <laughs> Yikes. And Ken, for Ken's first thought is like, oh, I've heard about these, but I've never gotten to see one in person before. This is so exciting. A forest fire? <laughs> My first forest fire! <laughs> Ken, baby boy, we gotta work on this. He's got Palpatine blood in him, he can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, kids... If a stranger from Top World ever says to you, Find it, I did. In my hut, it is hid. Come there with me. In your notebook, you shall see. <laughs> Do not go with them. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a predator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Bajie a full... only speaks in rhyme. Yeah. Baji only speaks in terrible rhyme. Uh, That's a full on child. Don't predator. go with them because most likely they live in a greenhouse full of rare plants being grown in bottles, which we all know is actually just a very thin veil for a medical marijuana operation. It doesn't <laughs> seem quite medical. Right. Uh, Ken invites Baji to come live with him in his bunker. He's like, your house is about to burn down, and also this greenhouse sucks. <laughs> Baji is going to go down with his plants. So Ken is like, okay, cool, have fun burning. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> That's a big Palpatine move. <laughs> pulls, pulls a Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, have fun with your burning. <laughs> yeah. 
But then as he's leaving, <laughs> imagine, imagine Obi Wan saying that to you as he walks away. I told you I had the high ground. Have fun with your burning. Great. I loved you. Have fun with your burning. <laughs> so as Ken is leaving, he notices that Baji's ha- uh, house is being flanked by a couple of stormtroopers. And apparently he decides that capture by stormtroopers is a worse fate than burning alive, so that's when he turns back to go and save Baji. Mm. These characters certainly make choices. And that's, <laughs> they make choices, and that's they all I can really say about do. them. And that's when we get the line, Baji's two hearts beat faster and his green blood warmed, presumably due to having been captured and not because of the amount of his product that he had been consuming prior to being captured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, when you can tell that it's your, you can feel your two hearts beating and you can feel your green blood warming. <laughs> that's, yeah, not, that's, that's not fear. <laughs> that's drugs. That's bad. That's real bad. That's, that's just either, drugs, kids. That's either drugs or it's anxiety. It's yeah. a panic attack. Um, so either way. And Baji's not. not having a panic attack. No. So Trioculus has captured Baji. He wants his special healing abilities to give him a sight back. Uh, and he threats Baji with death if he ever breaks the doctor-patient confidentiality. <laughs> um and Baji's diagnosis is you dumb fuck you're wearing the glove of Darth Vader and it's killing you. What? And Triculus is like, "What?" And that's the moment when his droid goes, "Oh yeah, I just remembered. I put a bunch of like uh I put a bunch of vials inside the glove that are probably poking into your nervous system and and like blunting your optic nerve. Sorry about that." Why Okay, why specifically did they booby trap the glove with things that would make someone go blind? So only one with true power, only the true heir of Darth Vader could wear the glove. But why specifically blind them? Like, that doesn't... It'd be more effective to just have, like, razors at the top. Well, I think the just, idea is it that just it... cuts off, it just why slices off the hand. Why doesn't it just immediately kill you? Right, like, why does it just make you slowly go, go blind? <laughs> if I may speculate on the meeting behind the booby traps and the glove of yeah, Darth Vader please, for a moment, please. I think the idea is just that it's supposed to, like, it's supposed to connect to your nervous system and cause your nerves to start firing. But because the current wearer of the glove is, you may have forgotten, we don't talk about it very much, but he has three eyes. And so he has more optic nerves than your average being that might have been wearing the glove. I, I think you've put entirely too much thought into that, but I, I appreciate it. Do you I see any holes in my theory? No, I, I don't appreciate actually. your theory, but I extremely doubt there was that much thought put into. Um, <laughs> <laughs> based on the rest of this book, I'm just going to say, I don't think that much thought was put into why. <laughs> uh, except that, like, well, dude's got three eyes, so what would be the worst thing to happen? blind yep. go blind so, so Trachius is like oh shit so he takes off the glove and he's like oh shit his entire hand is like withered up and dying somehow this is the first time he's noticed this is happening uh and so Bashi gives him some seeds some special seeds and immediately Trachius is like I can see better than ever before I see so many new shapes and colors and I think I understand the meaning of the universe now too so great he's cured uh, the awkward thing is that the new miracle drug is currently being destroyed by the forest fires that Trioculus himself started, and he's going to need a hundred a one hundred day supply in order to permanently cure his eyesight. <laughs> of that sounds that sounds right. 
So Atroculus is now fully hooked on whatever Baji's product was. And he goes on a heroic rescue mission in the face of TNTs and raging flames to get the last of the good stuff out of Baji's hut, which just so happens to be exactly 100 days supply of that sweet, sweet what drug. If you, what if you just fucking stop? Aren't you in control of these? <laughs> What did he just fucking stop? He has to he, wear the glove like, to keep up the ruse. He yelled at the people to stop and they couldn't hear him over the sound of the forest fires. <laughs> send a message. This is fucking, you have computers. I don't Yeah, just send a text. No, Ken has his computer notebook, so that's not an option. I had sure. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I hate this. Chapter 7, The Secret Code of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wink, wonk. <laughs> I forgot well, yeah. that Obi-Wan's secret code is Jedi Force 99. <laughs> no! Don't worry, Jedi no, Force, the, the code comes Jedi, back. Jedi Force 42069. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first draft of this book. They had to edit that out. <laughs> Lucasfilm said no. We think that the metaphors are subtle enough. Jedi, wait, 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 Jedi Force 80085. <laughs> 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 <sighs> so fucking stupid. I hate this book. Leia yeah. informs Spin that if the fires aren't put out, Yevon will face disaster, which is bad. Yeah. So the Alliance springs into action <laughs> because apparently they are firefighters. <laughs> Where have they been all this time? <laughs> Han complains that he could be finishing up his sky house right now, but instead he has to do this and save lives. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm but I'm shit. honestly not sure what they expect to do with the Falcon. You know, his sky house. Are they just going to fly it into the fire? They're just going <laughs> to... Yeah, Han just zoom gonna... around and try to look important. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to give everyone hope, Saf. What they need right now is hope. Mm. Um, so they take a bunch of Y-Wings to the Empire's, the Imperial base, I guess, where the TNTs are coming from, and they blow up the ships. Um, but the TNTs fire more neutrino fireballs. That's a fake thing. That's not a real thing. <laughs> At the Falcon, you can't just add neutrino to the front of something. Yeah, you can. <laughs> obviously Um, you can they fire them at the falcon and it's forced to make an emergency landing which is apparently the worst one of han's career so it must be pretty bad (laughs) i love that they're like harrison ford does all the time (laughs) we need to blow up their tnts send our entire fleet of y-wings and turn them on (laughs) that'll do it uh luke han and chewie head out of the falcon and han spots a stormtrooper jk it's actually dj and ken is with it computer notebook back in hand ken is excited to meet han and chewie but goes all well actually about who the best pilot is because it's actually snark <laughs> why has no one been talking about this Snoke wait what rowan yeah no the, the, the best this character is legitimately snow hold on <laughs> yeah how could nobody mention this how come yeah. these were this was none of the snow characters snow glow ran who is a Low better road. pilot than Han. <laughs> Except Han points out rightfully that Snoke is dead. Snoke isn't dead. <laughs> he just comes back later. Yeah. That's There's why he's full of holes. Snoke. That's why he's full of holes because he crashed in his ship. Oh my God. <laughs> the oh my lost God. city of the Jedi is actually just where they're pickling all of their Snokes. <laughs> it speaks volumes to the quality of this book that 
that was not this was not <laughs> prominent this was not ever brought up smoke theory back when no there were smoke wanted, theories no one I like wanted to think this. that secretly abram's it was like oh favorite. in that one book yeah there was a, a snoke like this is abram's favorite star wars book and he really yeah. had to have a reference to it yeah i <laughs> he was like people are gonna love that i referenced this book and then nobody ever brought it up. And I was like, huh, weird. They're like, we all hate this book, my dude. <laughs> I just fucking remembered all the pickled Snokes. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget just... the pickled Snokes. I... The lost city of the pickled Snokes. <laughs> so Hans like, actually, actually, he's dead. <laughs> and so Ken agrees that, yes, okay, Han is the best pilot. Though to be fair, he does <laughs> preface it with he's the best Corellian pilot. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Wedge Antilles exists, you little yeah, bitch. Um, I thought why, I thought he was a he, Rebel Alliance fanboy. He doesn't know about Wedge Antilles. Like Ken learned the stuff from the Jedi Library because apparently that has info on like Han's trips and how? I don't know who's, who's been Jedi updating the Jedi Who's been writing things about like just a guy Han Solo? Han who's, like, Solo just has. a guy Snoke Loron. Han Solo hacked into the Jedi archives. I have no idea. He's like, yeah, I learned all this stuff from the ancient Jedi library. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god. I just, I, I was just like, did anyone actually ever talk about Snoke Larone? Uh, time.com. Holy shit, time.com did. <laughs> only time! <laughs> uh, May 28th, 2015. The only Star Wars reference to anyone named Snoke... This was after Snoke was announced. Is a background character named Snoke Larone from the 1992 novel The Lost City of the Jedi, who was a Corellian pilot serving the Rebels. He also apparently died during the Return of the Jedi's Battle of Endor, so basically not the same guy. What kind of supreme <laughs> leader would go by his first name anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think he does go by his first name. It's He only has one name. He's just Snoke. He's just Snoke Palpatine. What if he's another Snoke Palpatine? Oh my god, is he Ray's brother? What is Snoke Snoke's is? last name? Wait, no, uncle, uncle, uncle. This is what this is what Ryan Johnson's trilogy was gonna be about. (laughs) What if Ryan Johnson's trilogy was him recreating the glove of Darth Vader? (laughs) You know, I would be fully here for that because it would be so stupid. Actually bring Ryan back. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do these two more have a trilogy. Um, Han then tells Ken if he can help them escape the fires, he'll fly the kid anywhere he wants to go, except Kissel. Or Hoth. And I still don't 100% know why Hoth is up there, but he um, hates Hoth. Well, canonically, they go back to Hoth and, like, it's bad. Oh, really? Not canonically, legendsly. I guess legendsly. <laughs> okay, so, so Hoth is actually bad. Yeah, I don't, we don't really like Hoth. I, have no, I don't have much reference for Hoth, so. We just don't, we don't want to go back there. It was bad. It's fair. It, it's it needs cold. to be bad. Uh, DJ takes him to the tubular transport. I and forgot Luke there's has another some... person named DJ. <laughs> and look okay. at some dream deja vu yes there are too many elements from this book that are also in the sequel oh my trilogy. god i forgot there was a dj just... Jedi. <laughs> you're the only one who likes it i know how did i forget it's because it's spelled differently i don't know how we got here and i i i i i'm so tired i, just... I love mr don't join <laughs> I'm muting. I hate there, there's Ash. Go. There's Ash being a cat again. They're like, look, I woke Don't. up a bit ago and didn't want to wake up. And I should still be sleeping. Why are you all talking about this? <laughs> Why are you all talking about DJ? DJ, the droid, 
that's not sentence I was reading anyway, so there was no point specifying that. They arrive in the lost city of the Jedi, which is now the found city of the Jedi. DJ reveals that the Jedi who made the city terraformed the planet by digging real deep shafts to the moon's heated core and where there can be controlled from the library for some fucking reason. Um, like, I don't know. I don't think that's how anything works, but whatever. Who cares? Who even cares? Um, except that DJ doesn't have the code for controlling the weather. If only someone had a code. If only. And then Luke's like, shit, hang on. I had a dream about a code. Shit, what was the code? It wasn't easy to remember. What was it? And then he remembers. It's G99 die 88400 C. Jedi Force. <laughs> I it hate works. it. I hate the entire tree was Obi-Wan saying, Luke, go to the lost city of the Jedi. Here's the secret code to get in. And Luke Here's is like, I have no idea what that means. Card. And then when they're like, we need a secret code. And Luke is like, I've never heard of a secret code in my life. <laughs> it's no, it's not the secret code for getting it, it's the secret code for controlling the weather because apparently Obi-Wan <laughs> right. in his dream for a while back was like, you're going to need to control the weather. Yeah, that's definitely going to, that forest fire is inevitable. Um, the code works, which is, wow, what a shock. They activate the rain clouds or whatever and the forest fires start dying out. MD, Hissa, and Trioculus make their way back to base in the pouring rain to find almost every ship destroyed except one little carrier that the Y-Wings missed. Fucking useless. Trioculus has his jar of Kibo seeds, the good stuff, and his handsome face, apparently, according to the book, is all burned up and yucky now. I want to say the book specifies that he has a handsome face, apparently. Trioculus has to dig the glove of Darth Vader out of the mud. He tells MD to make him a new glove that looks identical to Vader's so nobody will know he's not wearing it. Hissa regrets that they didn't find the Lost City of the Jedi, but is sure that if they send enough spies to Yavin, they'll find it eventually. Trioculus is determined to destroy Spin for their attack. He wants everyone killed except for the beautiful Princess Leia, who will instead become as Queen of the Empire. Of course. With her strong yet soft features, because that makes sense. <laughs> Back to the found city of the Jedi, Ken is saying farewell <laughs> to DJ and HC. He's off to become the youngest member of the Rebel Alliance. I don't know, I think uh, Cassian beats you there, actually. He's been doing it since he was six years old. He's been in this fight That's true. since he was six years Ken old. Ken is 12. <laughs> I miss... Yeah. I miss you, Cassian. We miss you, Cassian. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll be seeing him soon enough. Cassian, 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 Ken, Ken, Ken. No, 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 no. stop Ken. that. What have you no, done? Stop don't. It. <laughs> no. I'm not going to allow that on this podcast. <laughs> uh, Chip is going to be joining him at least to take care of him. Ken realizes they really even miss HC. And he's not taking Zebo with him. What the fuck, man? Take Listen, it. Ken's fucked up. Luke hopes that Ken will always keep his youthful enthusiasm, even after he learns about the horrors of the real world. <laughs> Which is, Luke okay. is having trauma flashbacks. Luke's having a time. <laughs> they may have stopped Trioculus from finding the lost city of the Jedi, but Luke knows that Trioculus will not rest until he takes them out. And that's where it ends. That's where this book decides to end. Luke is just sitting there, like, reminiscing fondly about the farm days. If I knew then what I know now, I never would have left that planet. If I had known that I was going to have to decipher a dream in which Obi-Wan tells me to find the lost city of the Jedi with this password. <laughs> the real world is I hard. I hate this. <laughs> you know what? Me too. I... Me too. I... The writing is so bad it's not good it's really bad it's impressively bad 
It just hurts. Like, I've read some pretty bad books. Of, I would say that this is worse than Ready Player One. I would rather, no, I wouldn't rather read Ready Player One. Than no, no, I wouldn't. No, like the, the writing is, the writing is technically better in Ready Player One. But, but the story it's so, isn't. it's so insufferable. It's even more, <laughs> like this just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Ready Player book, One is actively insufferable. <laughs> at least this book doesn't have any passages about how Ghostbusters is someone's religion. So. Oh God, yeah, and like, good point. There's only one woman in this, but like, that means there's only one woman for them to be terrible about. <laughs> you look on the bright side. Yeah. Silver linings. <laughs> Better, better than Ready Player One, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that book is yikes. Um, it's bad. It says a lot that I would rather read this than that. That's true. So in summation, do we recommend this book to our viewers? Our listeners? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. They should read yeah, it. Totally. Yeah. It's like For 400 sure. bucks on, on halfpricebooks.com. <laughs> Just like shell it out. You will not regret it. Oh, yikes. Uh, let's do some listener responses. Yeah. So last week we asked two questions. Um, the first was, what song would you play for Jabba the Hutt? I, <laughs> this doesn't make sense the way it's written. Uh, what song would you want Jabba the Hutt to play immediately before your execution? Odie. No, you're playing it for him. Yeah, like in the Visions thing. You're uh, banned right before you die. Sorry. Have you still not watched Tatooine Rhapsody? Keith Efford! <laughs> Add that this. to your to-do list on your plane ride tomorrow. All right, that's fair. Uh, Odie... <laughs> <laughs> Odie said, Montero, but the low boss NAS X remix. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, yes. Jay said, Pokemon to be a master, which... <laughs> So funny. I loved it so much. To be a master, Pokemon, Pokemon master. master. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. That, that song slapped. Um, X Wings in History said, if it's a song being played for me before being executed by Jabba, I guess the thing this that springs immediately to mind is Keys Be Nights by Catch 22 slash Streetlight Manifesto. The lyrics work, and the song has been in my head since high school. I can't believe you brought Ska into this. Excellent. It's Ska? Oh my it's, god. Yeah. Light Manifesto is a Ska band. Yeah. Oh my god. Yikes. Yubzy said, <laughs> I would sing, and can someone else try to pronounce this? In Agata Davida. In Agata Davida, in an attempt to stall for a rescue. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but. It's a very long opera. Yeah, okay. Catch-22 said, I would ask I for Alice's restaurant, but instead of protesting the Vietnam War draft, it's the in-universe version about the growth conscription of the clone army titled Dexter Jester. Dexter Jester Steiner. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. Oh, fact check. Not a rock opera. It's a rock band song. Yeah, it's a... Uh, 17 and a half minutes long. I played it in... We learned it in pet band when I was in high school. <laughs> you know, that classically pet band song yeah. in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> that one. Yeah. That one that you have to ask somebody to pronounce the name of. Yeah. Uh, James said, Coruscant Streets, how the early resistance of a small diner led to the 
Ankle biter brigades victory over imperial forces. <laughs> this is definitely their answer to the other question, but it's yeah, very funny. Yeah. That, it's very funny. <laughs> like eventually that I is still, a song. I still wouldn't. Did I mix that up? I still wouldn't put yeah. it past. Sorry. To have uh, James, that be. I mean, that would be a great James, song to play at your execution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be a great song to play. James's answer for this question was still alive from the portal soundtrack. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, one. you switched them. I see what happened. Yeah, I accidentally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ben Warman said it would be either Nothing Else Matters by Metallica or Stay Alive from Hamilton. Depends on my mood. <laughs> what if Bam. you just do Bam. the entirety of Hamilton? Yeah. For <laughs> oh, I've got a song for you. <laughs> Listen, this is going to blow your mind. <laughs> Except who's the in-universe stand-in for Hamilton? Is it? It would be, I, I think... I think um, out of like the band, I think Guy would probably play Hamilton. Cause no, James I mean like who is Hamilton? Or... Who is this Bail show about? Bail oh. No, 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 he's so much better than that. Oh my god, that requires mm. knowing like not only Star Wars but Star Wars history, and I don't know shit. You're um, asking the wrong. Yeah, people. you're right. Yeah. I, I'm coming well, up with nothing here. Post that to Twitter. <laughs> Uh, the second question we asked last week was, which Star Wars battle would you want to write a term paper about? And James said, <laughs> course on Streets, how the early resistance of a small diner led to the Ankle Biter Brigade's victory over Imperial forces. Hell yes. Odie said, going a little off-piste here, I'd write about the battle against species- speciesism in the New Republic and how it's made more difficult by stories about acceptable targets like the Diversity Alliance and Bothans. That fucking Diversity Alliance. I can't Mm. wait till we get to it. (laughs) Bothans. Can't wait. Can't wait. Jay said, Bombad General Binks, war hero, (laughs) statesman, and accidental founder of the Empire. Who among us? (laughs) 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 Or... The Textiles of War, How Handmaidens Defeated Battle Droids, a Sartorial Study. I would love to read that, honestly. I, yeah, yeah this... Jay... I, I have I'm, no notes. I have no Jay, notes. I feel like you would definitely pass your, like, master's dissertation defense, but I absolutely do not want to read them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to read them. I'll read them. I don't. Oh, academic papers. I've had enough. Thank you. Um, X-Wings and History replied to this question with a gif that was some actress saying, the limit does not exist. (laughs) Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We know X-Wings. We know a screen name that says X-Wings and History. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we could tell. Um, Yubzi said the liberation of Lothal and how Thrawn's actions are entirely in keeping with him not being a good person. Dang it, Yubzi, for like this entire episode I'd forgotten that Thrawn existed and now you've reminded me again. (laughs) Thanks for that, yeah. I have one thing to say about Thrawn. Yeah? They make him look too human in the new illustrations and it's really bad. Mm. He needs to look more weird. They're like, what if we make him hot? And it's like, he was... Not me, I don't think this, but like people thought he was hot because he looked fucking weird because he was an alien. <laughs> yeah, there are alien just looks like a, among us. Now he just looks like a dude. <laughs> like, he's just like a blue dude. 
just against it. I'm a really against they it. They gave him pupils and it ruined it. Don't talk about the pupils. I'm talking about face shape, like hair. Like We're not um, even going into the pupils today. That's another yeah. thing entirely. That's another. That's On the next mm. episode of Rogue Podcast. <laughs> pupils. Miss me. Miss me like the side of a bus if we're talking about Thrawn <laughs> for an episode. Finally, Ben Warman said, I would write a paper about the Battle of Hoth, specifically how for years almost every Star Wars video game featured it in some form. Sure. It's very Is true. it because it's, it's just easy to render that background? Uh, gotta say, yeah, probably a lot easier to design a battlefield that's just snow <laughs> than, you know, intricate jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't argue to, with that i figured out how to make games as a game developer oh. i'm like yeah you're right actually as oh. long as like your snow isn't like super right which is not like and shit yeah, yeah. um i would like to give a glistening buddy to jay for the uh the master's thesis paper proposals yeah, that's what i was gonna um say. i'm going to give one to um Odie for the Little Boss Ness X remix. I'm giving one to James for switching their answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving one to James for Pokemon to be a master. <laughs> yes, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, master. Disgusting. You got the Pokemon nerds here. Um no. 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 Oh that. come on, that's a good one. <laughs> no. No. So this week's question there was one <laughs> there's one suggested by one danny purtle that we'll never speak of but this week's question is actually <laughs> meg may not ever speak of it <laughs> did return of the jedi happen discuss fuck this question no we're not talking about this <laughs> nope this is the question we've made it now this uh. is it this is the question. Yes, Partly because none of us have any other ideas, so that's what we're going with. Well, I, I liked my other idea. Or it could have been, what are the other prophecies of Kadan? No. <laughs> no, but you have, to, you have to read it exactly like this. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> Teddy, in 10 years when you come across this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Also, call me. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, this week's listener question is also, what are some of Kadan's other balls that we didn't see? Like, um, what is the color? Like, what's the color of the chalk? What does it signify? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, like, I see. I yellow see. means what's a the lot. the texture? Right. <laughs> Yeah, not what the, creature did he slice the testicles the size, off of. I want to know the, the color, size, perhaps. the size, and the, the si- symbolism. <laughs> He's just losing it. All, all okay. I want to know about the balls is the color, the size, <laughs> and the symbolism. All, all I want to know about the balls. I have an answer to this. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Um, he's got <laughs> so he's <laughs> got some pink balls. <laughs> which <I'm> judging now, <laughs> which that which symbolize that he really needs to like have a bath and relax and do some self care. 
<laughs> like he's trying to give prophecies, but the the prophecies are just like, nah, dude. Nah, you got you got Yeah, you're yeah. for words, man. You're burning out. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> wow. Take a bath and um, have some of that fungus tea. <laughs> have a dream pastry. Um, I need time to think about this because I am like just colors are very important to me and (laughs) I would just I really need to think about it because this is a very serious question for me so I think that he has some rainbow balls that when he blows them uh, infect you with the gay agenda he crushes them into a pot and then blows them on it's literally what he was doing in the book yeah but you skipped the crushing part (laughs) i did you you went straight to i thought the crushing of the balls was obvious i don't know i'm gonna say he has (laughs) goes without saying no further comments (laughs) wait i missed it i said i i think uh i'm gonna say he has blue balls and i have no further comments nothing else to add to that Great. Imagine needing chalk to tell you when you're horny. <laughs> like, imagine. <laughs> Is that not what the allosexuals do? Is that... I, I think they might. They have some chalk and they're like, oh, it's time. Oh, wait. They, gr- <laughs> they grab some chalk and they crush and they're like, oh, it's blue. <laughs> like, no comment. Tonight. <laughs> Guess it's horny time. Hey, friend of the Padre and Jess, is that how it works? (laughs) Yikes. All right, listeners, hit us up with your answers to this week's questions Um, on Twitter. Recording next week. We'll, we'll figure sure? that out at our business meeting. Okay, great. We great. sure we'll aren't, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, I think we have to so we can get the response to these questions. It's just a response to the questions. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the whole episode. Great. Um, yeah, hit us up with your answers to these this week's questions on Twitter at Rogue Quadrant. Our website is roguequadrant.com. Our email is roguequadrant at gmail.com. If you want to hear more Star Wars conspiracy theories, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguequadrant. And... I'm sure I have many for you if you ask me in the Discord. Um, you can also subscribe to us in your favorite podcatcher, whichever one you like, Spotify, Google Play, whatever. We're everywhere. You can't you can't escape us, actually. You uh, can never escape. You never escape. Please leave us a nice review on iTunes, though. It would be a very nice holiday present for us that we would appreciate a lot. We love presents. Um, so next time on Rogue Podron, we're not quite sure yet. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll get back to you. The only we'll guarantee is that we will talk about Kadan's balls. Yeah, which isn't that why you're really here in the first Truly, place? Truly, yeah, we know. I am we so know you're glad all a bunch that of we're freaks. recording this after we had Alex Freed on, so that he never listens to this episode. <laughs> okay, but what if? But what if being on the episode and like listening to one of our episodes? He was like, you know what? This is a really fun podcast. No. Oh, no. That would be. No. Then no. Alexander Freed, please write it and tell us which of your favorite balls of Cadans that we didn't no. see are. Please. I would rather die. Please. No. Emma, I'm... you as well. Yeah. Please. Yeah, Emma. We are very interested. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm imagining a <laughs> game where... It's like Settlers of Catan, but instead of Settlers of Catan, it's Balls of Catan. (laughs) 
Meg, take us home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Meg's not taking us home. She's elaborating. No, Meg. I'm sorry. My number one skill is making things worse. (laughs) Um. So you'll 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 know when we know. But for now, does anyone have any blue balls they can trade for my red balls? (laughs) But for now, this is Rogue Patrick signing off. You give me like 30 seconds to go make another drink. Yes. Now that we've been sitting here for a while. <laughs> Do it. Go. Run. I'll be really fast. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> said and did. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. Oh, this is actually is not bad. What is it? Um, it's a white claw surge, blackberry, gluten free. Because why the fuck would it have gluten in it? Um, oh, that's good at least. Yeah, but why? Here would we it go. Here's here's my house currently. His his house how it's going. <laughs> Wait, what are those? They're those balloons. Balloons. Oh. <laughs> Seth, Seth, what yeah. the fuck? Um, well, this rabbit wants a house where you can hang out with balloons. Wants to hang out with the balloons. Wants to hang out with his balloons. So I'm giving him a chance to hang out with his balloons. Heath, you're so generous. So far? What? Look at... What, what is that? Those are just balloons. Oh. It's a field of balloons. Smart. That's so oh. funny. This is going to be a shit post of a house. My favorite right. ones. I thought you were going to say of an episode and also that. Also that. Yeah. Oh my god, there's that one guy, this one penguin who wanted to like have like, what was it? Like life-saving gonna... medical stuff or whatever. Like say, like one of the items that he came with was like one of those dummies that you like do the A on. CPR dummy? Yeah, that was one of his things that he needed. That's um, a freak. And so I made it yeah. a weird like, ritual. And it's like a weird ritual house a with the body freak. in the middle and like candles all around it and everything. <laughs> He's a little freak. I, I need a, a house where I can be surrounded by my CPR dummy. <laughs> where me and my CPR <laughs> dummies can just be. <laughs> Each of my 73 CPR dummies needs their own bedroom. <laughs> this game is my fun. 30 to 40. My 30 to 40 feral CPR dummy. <laughs> you don't want those guys feral. being feral. Feral? Wait. Feral CPR <laughs> when did they become feral? Why did they become feral? <laughs> if you leave because you perform black magic on them. You, yeah, I you weird. Like oh, oh, yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> How will I defend myself from my 30 to 50 feral CPR dummies that run into my yard? <laughs> That's such a good meme. Anyway, 